Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of Days and Infuse. I'm Latham Woodward, your host as always. Tonight, we are really fortunate to have an OG character in the cannabis space, Chaos Gibbons with us. Chaos, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you because you do represent um, definitely a group in the cannabis space that's been at it for a long time. Uh, making innovative different products under the pharmaceuticals company logo. And um, why don't you tell people at home what you make? Awesome. Um, so I have, as you've said, I've been in this industry a long time before legalization. And um, what I have developed with my business partner is a line of full flower infused oils, um, specifically using olive oil. We came to uh, this type of product out of trying to meet a need in our families. Um, Both of our moms at the time were suffering from side effects from pharmaceutical drugs. They were trying to heal from some surgeries and just were not getting better. And we happened to work at a CBD farm back in the day before anybody knew what CBD was. Uh, And we knew about the powerful healing possibilities within that just to help support our bodies heal themselves. And so we set out to do a bunch of research and a bunch of testing. And at that time, most of the research was coming out of Israel. Um, For decades, they've been studying cannabis. And what the research was showing was that olive oil is actually the best, uh, most natural and gentlest way to pull out all of the cannabinoids and terpenes and other healing aspects that the plant has to offer us. Um, and it gives us the richest full spectrum oil. And so we started by making a CBD oil, just direct infusion using age old wisdom of our ancestors and other healers for generations and generations upon generations before us, um, by simply using full cannabis flour and infusing it directly into organic non-GMO olive oil using heat, time, and pressure. So there's no carbon footprint. um, There's no chemical process that happens. And we have a line of five different tinctures. Um, We use one of our olive oils, the CBD therapy drops as the base for one of our balms. And we most recently launched um, two flower versions of our tinctures in the form of pre-rolls. Great. What, you know, before we get too far into the woods on this, let's talk about the question I ask every guest. What's your historical relationship to cannabis? I mean, when did you come to cannabis on a personal side? That's a great question. Um, So I didn't really know much about cannabis. I grew up in the middle of nowhere at the base of Mount Rainier in a small logging community. And my family was heavily involved in the church that we went to. And so my experience growing up, um, I feel was pretty sheltered from all kinds of plant medicine or, you know, at that time we called cannabis drugs. Mm. (laughs) And so my experience really was just different friends and friend circles in high school. I knew about it from the D.A.R.E. program. Um, I didn't have any personal experience. Um, I think the first time that I ever tried to get high was at a concert at the Gorge in Washington State. And my friend and I didn't actually have tickets, but we went out to the show anyway, and we were on the outside of the chain link fence and we 
smelled people smoking weed. And we went over to the chain link fence and just tried to inhale all of the secondhand, <laughs> you know, smoke. That's I'm hilarious. not sure if we got high or just lightheaded. <laughs> yeah. um, and it wasn't for many, many years later uh, that I had some friends introduce me to cannabis and um, really, I think my full experience was when I started working out in the Hills in the Emerald triangle on a legacy farm. And mm-hmm. that's where I really developed my ability to roll an excellent joint, um, and got a greater understanding about how different strains can impact us and the ways that it can elevate all aspects of our life. Now you did say your, um, your inspiration really to get into this side of the business was because of your mother and was it your aunt as well in terms of my mom and my business partner's mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I am, I've always been a healer, um, at heart, my business partner as has herbalism experience and, you know, to me, like having my mom be as well as she can be is so important to me and seeing her suffer and struggle, um, you know, when she doesn't necessarily need to in that way and having access to this beautiful plant, like, you know, we just looked at each other and we thought, I wonder if our moms would try this. You know, I grew up in like a reefer madness type of environment. Um, None of my family at the time that I knew of had, you know, was working with cannabis in any way. We didn't really talk about it. Um, And I told my parents that I was working on a potato farm for many, many years. Why they believed (laughs) that potatoes grew in Northern California, I'm not really sure. (laughs) Um, you know, so me coming out about working with this cannabis plant happened by introducing this, um, the CBD oil to my mom. And, you know, it was really incredible. We knew that there would be some type of positive impact, but it worked so well for both of them that, um, you know, one of them stopped taking their anti-anxiety medications, like so many other things in their bodies, like they didn't have to take pharmaceutical drugs for And then wouldn't you know it, our friends, like our mom's friends started asking us for some, and then their friends of friends started asking us for some. And it got to a point where we just sat and looked at each other and thought, you know, could we actually make this a business? And at that point I had been working in cannabis for quite a while in the traditional market. And, um, you know, back in that day, it wasn't really safe to use your government name on the farm. It wasn't really safe to have anybody know about what you were doing. It was really on the DL. And I guess at at that time I was like, wow, you know, we're talking about legalizing in this industry. Wouldn't it be great not to have fear every time there's a knock on my door, I'm not expecting, or, you know, like be driving some medicine to my friends and worry if I'm going to get pulled over and go to jail and, Um, yeah, so I I thought legalization was going to be a a great boat to jump into just a switching out of the traditional markets. Um, but wow, that's been a total roller coaster ride of things that I didn't even know would happen. (laughs) Yeah. It's certainly been a great strange ride for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, no one expected what's happened. We can talk about that a little more at length, but first I just want to uh, say that this show is always brought to you by Shuggies. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. Find us at Shuggies.com for delicious 
heavy hitter version of our new agave powder, 500 milligram and 1000 milligram infused concentrate available at a dispensary near you. If you don't see it, ask for it because we have the product that makes us proud. Shuggies is now available around the state of California. Easy to use five milligrams per scoop for tiny scoops. So it's not going to over sweeten any beverage or dish you're making. So look for Shuggies at a dispensary near you. Well, KS, coming back to your pre-rolls, let's just talk about your pre-rolls because this is a new product for you, beautiful packaging, sure. looking Thank at you. it right here. Um, for those of you at home, you can find the pharmaceuticals company that's spelled uh, T-H-E-F-A-R-M-A-C-E-U-T-I-C-A-L-S company.com, long title, but you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> the pharmaceuticals company, um, beautiful packaging. Tell okay. us a little bit about your pre-rolls um, and Sonoma Hills Farm. We're going to give them a shout out here because they come up a lot in conversations recently. So let's let's hear about your pre-rolls. Yeah, I just want to say like historically, the product that we are making is really an extension of the farmer's love and care and intention. And in addition, an extension of what the earth is offering us. And so really at the heart of everything that we do within our company, we care about those ethos. Um, we are so honored and privileged to be able to work with this plant and make a product that other people can use. And mm -hmm. we want to feel really good about everything that we put out. And so, you know, we're eight years in now to this company. And early on, we had a couple of other really beautiful relationships with farmers who are growing for us. Um, and as the industry shifts, uh, the availability of flowers for a smaller manufacturer like us, it's like, it's hard to compete with yeah. massive, um, <laughs> massive manufacturing processes. And so our relationships have been pretty steady. And recently this last year, the main farms we had been working with no longer had product for us, which of course is devastating um, on many levels. We've really enjoyed working with the farmers that we've worked with previously, but it also opened up doors for us to lean into some other relationships we'd had. Um, I've known Joyce for a really long time. I've been following what they've been doing at Sonoma Hill Farms and what they're trying to build. And, you know, they're the first organically certified farm in all of California, which is pretty incredible. And the intention with which they grow their product and the way they treat the earth and the staff and the animals on their farm is, you know, just speaks right to our heart. And so it was really such a pleasure to be able to um, share the vision that we had. It's the first, our pre-rolls are the first product we put out, new product we put out in almost seven years. Um, and we really wanted to bring the ethos of what we're doing with our tinctures into pre-rolls uh, so that people can have that same great quality and same great experience in them. Um, and so eventually we would like to have a pre-roll that matches each of our tinctures. We started out with two of our most popular tinctures, our dew drops, which are a daytime sativa and our dose drops, which are a two to one indica CBD. Um, and we produced our stargazers, which is our two to one. I believe it's the first two to one on the market and our seize the days, which is our sativa and something to note of them. The, while they're the not, two to one is the, um, two to one CBD to THC or THC to CBD, two to one THC to CBD. Okay. Go ahead. And, you know, we picked that uh, formulation for our drops and for the flower 
Um, because our intention really is like to help people rest and calm and get some sleep. And THC does a great job of doing that, whether you're smoking it or taking an edible, it will help your body go to sleep. And THC mm -hmm. also accumulates in your body. And eventually it gets to a point where it can become disruptive. And in my own experience, you know, I was trying to, I was smoking Indica at night to help me fall asleep, which I did, but I eventually was like waking up in the middle of night, not getting a full night's sleep. And then I felt like I often had like a weed hangover in the morning, which yeah. to me is like the antithesis of why I'm trying to use plant medicine. I want to wake up feeling really good and refreshed. And again, we did a lot of research and testing in the two to one ratio, adding that pillow of CBD in there really helps your body stay asleep. It helps break down that accumulation of THC and it fights inflammation and helps you wake up feeling really good. And so we wanted to bring that same ratio into our pre-rolls. And, you know, I know a lot of the industry is really focused on the heavy hitters, the highest percentage of THC that you can get. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal right now. And it is it, a it, big deal. It is a big deal. And you know, that's great. Everyone uses cannabis for their own desires in their own way. Let's, um, let's back up a little. I want to address something you said earlier, because it's an important point and I don't want to go through it too fast is there is, I'm a big advocate for a weed holiday. Um, I see people, including people in my own um, family who have overused cannabis and um, they get, it's, it's not good at a given point because they've become very dependent on it. They say mm -hmm. you can't get addicted to weed, but you can and from just a kind of a need standpoint, especially if you have an oral fixation or something like that, like you like to smoke mm -hmm. or you're a cigarette smoker, let's say. But a lot of people, when I hear someone say to me, and this is happening more and more, oh, I need 2000 milligrams of THC a day. And I just look at them and go, dude, you need to take a weed holiday. You need to be off of this for a couple of weeks, at least, and just dry out a little bit and then come back to it. You're ingesting too much. That's the the long, the short of it. And I know I get arguments on, on this and they're like, no, dude, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I do know what I'm talking about. I've been doing this since I'm 14 and I've seen the bad effects on people and I've seen it. But um, would you say that that term a weed holiday is a necessary kind of thing that people have to do if they're getting into the position where they're ingesting too much, like they're dabbing all day? Yeah. I mean, cannabis is such a personal experience. It's hard for me to have judgment on how or how people are using it or how much they are using it. Looking at the physiology of it, you know, our bodies, our, our endocannabinoid system is really linked to all of our other systems and the role mm -hmm in our endocannabinoid system is to bring everything to homeostasis. Right. So it is the system that helps us heal ourselves. And we naturally are producing cannabinoids to do that. When we have toxins or extra stressors, or, you know, we're not eating well, our body can't necessarily keep up on its own. And that's where cannabis can be really useful um, to help uh, help in that healing process. Um, you know, I talked a minute ago about the accumulation of THC in our bodies. Um, and I think that, you know, whether you're dabbing or you're smoking blunts or whatever it is, we have this divide in the industry of 
this part of cannabis is medical. This part is recreational. And I would argue that it's all medical. Whatever reason yeah, I, we I agree. I agree. are consuming is medical for us. If it's to be creative, if it's to have a stress break and not have to think about all of the things that are running through our minds. Like, I think it's good for us to have the ritual of cannabis um, in that healing space. And mm -hmm. I definitely see a lot uh, in consumers, this drive to get as high as possible. And, you know, maybe the lack of knowledge that it does accumulate in our body, it does continue to take more and more for us to get to this effect that we're wanting to have. And there's lots of ways that you can counter that if you're not interested in taking a weed holiday. You know, you can take CBD on a daily basis sure. and that, that will help. That's with a good that. solution. Great solution. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I do agree. I think with any any substance, any activity, we can as humans get hyper focused and have this need to continue to do that. Doesn't necessarily keep it in a bounds that maybe is helpful or productive for us. Um, and again, like I can't say what that is for any one per person. Um, but yeah, I do think it is a good idea to have some moderation, you know, like I don't eat an entire pint of ice cream every single night because I recognize the negative impacts that it sure. will have on me. Yeah, of course. And this can kind of be, you know, the same thing. Yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit right now about who your consumer is for your product, especially for your tinctures. Um, I'd like to people at home to understand, you know, is it for everyone? Is it just for a subset or is it for older people? Is it for younger people? I'm personally a user of tincture. I use it every single day. Um, I mix it in with your tincture. Sometimes I've, I've purchased yours. I've purchased uh, pure bliss and other tinctures out there. And I like them all for different reasons, but who is your consumer? What's your demographic? You know, I like to think that our demographic is literally everyone. Um, there's different effects that you get from cannabis, depending on how you're ingesting it, right? Like when you're smoking it, it's more of an immediate head high. When you're having an edible, it has to travel through your digestive system. It's a slower onset. The nice thing with tinctures is that you're protecting your lungs. Um, you can hold them under your tongue and it has a more direct impact through your mucous membranes. Um, and you know, there's so many, there's so many different reasons and causes that you might want to experience cannabis. Like for me, I think tinctures are great for everyone. I think everyone should take a CBD tincture every single day, like a multivitamin just to give yeah. our body that help. I, I personally like to have a one-to-one -one tincture before I work out or, you know, after I've worked out for my recovery, or if I have a migraine or if I'm having cramps, like essentially cannabis is there to help our bodies get through or accomplish whatever we want. When I need to daydream about the next thing that we want to do, the next product we want to put out, or when we're thinking about the design on our packaging, um, you know, it's really great for me to go back to the plant and have it open my mind and open different pathways of creativity. And I like to do that with the daytime dew drops. Um, I'm seeing most, you know, when I'm doing a lot of demos and talking to people about tincture use, most people are like, nah, but my grandma might like it. And that's true. Your grandma would really like it. My grandma really loves it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I think lots of the younger populations and millennials think that tincturing is just for when you're older, 
but there's, you know, lots of great reasons that you can access a tincture. Yeah. I wish I had gotten into it earlier, actually. I mean, that's my feeling. Um, for me, it, getting into CBD tinctures really changed my life in terms of um, injuries that I'd had, whether it was judo or skiing or, you know, just skateboarding or whatever, you know, just <laughs> harshness on my body when I was younger. And um, coming to tinctures after years of abusing Aleve, ibuprofen and the rest of it, where I was definitely feeling some problems in my kidneys and liver. Um, it was just uh, a real eye opener for me. And if, if I had heard this information earlier, I think I would have given it a try because it is truly revolutionary. I think CBD tinctures when it's well done um, is pretty amazing. I It's hard to actually define and it's actually hard to, to tell people um, your just sense of um, unity in your body and your sense of just oneness and mm-hmm. how you don't have joint issue. Um, and I, I don't, don't know if that's for everyone, but for me, like um, things like in my elbows or my knees or my ankles, those don't really, really affect me any longer. And I think, you know, advocacy for this is really important. And, and actually that brings me to my next, my next subject is, you know, the industry in the in the direction we are currently headed right is not positive in my opinion we're seeing a lot of negativity toward the good um good products out there we're seeing um negativity toward adoption of new products and we're seeing a real adoption in the heavy hitter market now obviously i make a heavy hitter product but i do it in doses that are small so you can do small doses but we this emphasis on high test weed and that's an old term for you kids at home <laughs> high test used to be a gasoline term um it's weird you know it's like 56 percent for a joint now it's fine if you want to share them okay with six people but this constant like ramping up like for years my my favorite um strain was forbidden fruit mm. forbidden fruit typically has a in you know a cbd or a thc content of about 16 to 18 percent right that's a good one um great to smoke great to great to relax with um i did notice that the genetics have changed with forbidden fruit over time but all of a sudden now it's like if it's not 29 i don't want to talk to you right that's the dispensary kind of look and it's like yeah but what's happening is you're breeding out these strains that are vital they're interesting. They're different. Um, and so that direction is bad for the industry. So advocacy on your part, which you do consistently in terms of getting your message out there about tinctures is very vital, very important. So I, I wish you luck continuing that because I want to say that I am a proponent of what you're doing. Um, and, and then also brings me to why olive oil? <laughs> why, totally. why? Yeah. Why olive oil? Yeah. Olive oil, again, because it is, you know, we wanted something familiar that our, our moms would take that they could easily integrate, um, into creating their own edibles. Um, you know, one of our moms liked to use the drops on her salad as part of her salad dressing. It's a familiar, familiar oil that people has amazing health benefits already, Um, And, and mostly because it has the capacity to pull out the broadest spectrum of what the plant offers Mm. a lot of tinctures out on the market 
are made with a distillate or an isolate, which is made using some form of chemical processing. And it strips, you know, parts out of the plant that are helpful. And then it's combined with an MCT oil, which is fractionated coconut oil, which means that all of the good things about coconut oil, how it's antibacterial, um, you know, it has all these amazing properties. All of those things are removed and the MCT oil is just a leftover carrier oil. And we wanted every aspect of what we were producing to be something that, um, people felt comfortable using and would be of a health benefit. So that's why we chose olive oil. And, you know, you can put it on your skin, you can cook with it. You can, there's, it's just so versatile. You can put drops in your bath and familiar. Uh, It's familiar and it's heart healthy. And, um, yeah, it's also, you know, you spoke of, um, the impacts of capitalism on this plant and, you know, we all in the, legacy traditional market knew that this day was going to come when we had this insurgence of capitalism, which really is driven by profit margins. It's profit over people, profit over the earth. Um, yeah, we knew that was coming back. I I don't think many of us expected it to be in this way. And I, I don't think the consumer really knows that they can ask like, where is this grown? How is this grown? What yeah. is the carbon footprint? What are we doing? Why are we trying to get strains over 29%? And then in asking that we're missing out really on the full gift that cannabis has for us. Like you said, your strains, like my favorite introductory strain that I still love to this day, which I find is really hard to find is Jack Herrera. Super uplifting. Yeah. Helps with the mental focus, helps heal the body pains. Like I am really pushing and looking forward to the consumer catching on to asking more questions and having curiosity about like what, why do I like blue dream? Why do I like wedding crushers? What components in that, aside from that THC cannabinoid, are giving me the effects that I'm feeling in my body that decrease my anxiety, help me sleep, help me be more creative? You know, I'm looking forward to, I mean, I have fears around what is happening in the industry in terms of like the smaller farmers who are cultivating those strains and how we are breeding out the benefits of a lot of those strains just for a number. The pursuit of the potency. Yeah. Yield and potency. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's an unfortunate reality of the, you know, the capitalist mantra of of profit, profit, profit. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you have to do that. You have to make money, right? We all get that, but, but there is room for the rest of it. You know, there's room for the small farmer, there's room for the small maker, the artisan. And that's what this show is all about. And it's about bringing to light the fact that we need these people in our realm. We need them telling the tale of cannabis and the benefits it has for everyone. Um, and so it, in that note, let's just give your friends at Sonoma Hill Farms a shout out. I know they're a big, um, big sub, uh, friend of Green Bee Botanicals, who'd been on our show before. And uh, you can find Sonoma Hills Farm at Sonoma Hills Farm. Um, that's .com, obviously, SonomaHillsFarm.com. And um, they have an amazing story. We don't have to get into it here. I, I will hope to get them on the show and um look into it they've got a wonderful website and a great great backstory so it's definitely worth looking into um oh i'm sorry to interrupt you another cool thing about sonoma hill farms is that they're working on being able to offer farm visits to people who want to 
know what a cannabis plant grown in the sun and in the ground looks like and how it works in tandem with the foods that are grown at their chef's garden. And, you know, so definitely Sonoma Hill Farms is somebody you should have on your radar. I think they've actually started that. I think I saw a blast on Instagram saying that has begun. So that's exciting uh, for people to get more education. Also, if you are in the Sonoma County area, which is, you know, uh, between Napa and Sonoma, two of the largest wine growing regions in the country, and you are kind of curious, do look up some Emerald Tours, which is a group out here. Um, You can also look up Sonoma Hills Farm to see what they're offering at this time. Uh, There are other places to go too. This is not just about getting weed from the person on the corner anymore. This is a real industry with people who care and have put their life and efforts into it like chaos. Uh, Chaos, you got um, any plugs you want to let people know about right now? Um, You know, I guess one thing that I would say is, or I would ask of uh, the listeners is, um, I guess not even ask, but I just want to empower you in everything that we are doing in our business here. Part of it is to empower you to take your experience and your healing into your own hands using this wonderful plant and to really inspire you to have curiosity and feel empowered to ask your delivery services and your dispensaries where your flower, where your products come from, who they're supporting. Take a look at the smaller manufacturers and the smaller growers. Um, I think you'll really, you know, we have the opportunity now to get to know our farmers that make you know, raise the chickens where we get our eggs. Like you have that same ability to get to know cannabis in that same way. And the only way that that tide is going to turn, um, is by having the listeners and the consumers on board to also be asking for those things and, um, asking their own questions. And yeah, for sure. If you have a favorite local delivery service or a retailer, ask them to carry us, Um, so powerful, like me going and meeting with the buyers and the staff, you know, that's just me asking them to carry my brand. But when they're hearing from consumers and they're hearing it over and over again, you know, the power really is in with the people. That is true. Well, that is, uh, from straight from a maker. So (laughs) take that to heart. Everyone ask for it. If you, I've said this many times on the show, if you don't see it, and you want something, ask for it. There's no way a dispensary or delivery service will know unless you ask for it. And ask for it because of whether you have a medical condition, whether it is something you want to seek uh, from um, a mental standpoint or a soothing standpoint, ask for things that address those issues. And if you're not getting the answer from the dispensary or the delivery service that you want to hear, shop around. It's just like a doctor. I'm not saying this is 100% medical, but it's shop around. There's great people out there. There's great opinions and you need to find the answer you need. Last question for you. Question I ask for everybody here on the show. <laughs> Tell us a stony story. A stony story. <laughs> Everybody's got one. It could be about you, someone you like, someone you don't like, a family member, anybody. A family member. Well, you know, I would say I just recently went and saw my family who still lives in Washington state. And, um, One of my family members, I'm not going to out them because they're not entirely out to everyone, really enjoys cannabis. And they have been such a celebrator 
of me being in this industry. And, um, you know, I like to share with them things that are new. We like to share strains back and forth. And I was recently up there and, um, okay. It's my dad. (laughs) It's my dad. And, uh, one of my favorite things to do when I visit is to go outside in the evening with him. He always rolls a better joint than I do. Um, and just getting an opportunity to sit with him and really get back for me, at least like what the heart of cannabis is, is like bringing in that ritual and creating that connection and just laughing. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like maybe the stony story isn't up to par with most of the other people. No, it's actually very, very genuine. um, I like it. I like it. It's such a joy and such a pleasure. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. And uh, tell your dad to turn it off two minutes before the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, today we've had a chaos Gibbons here on the show from the pharmaceuticals company. That's F-A-F-A-R-M, pseudicals, <laughs> like just it's spelled. Um, find them at the pharmaceuticalscompany.com um, online. Great tinctures, amazing pre-rolls, made with love, made from the heart. Uh, thank you, Chaos, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And I'd love to have you back on anytime you want to announce anything. Yeah. Thanks, Latham. I have to say, it's really just been an honor to be working with you and to witness how you move in this world. And I really appreciate the belief that you have in the goodness of this plant and the support that you have in helping smaller manufacturers and growers to find success. So thank you. It's an honor. I greatly appreciate that. And I hope everyone in the world hears it and they start buying more pharmaceutical company. And so, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so this brings to an end another great episode with another maker in our industry. Please tune in every week uh, for more exciting information about the cannabis industry and uh, the secrets of it, you know, and the, and the people in the background. Um, this show today is brought to you by our House 420 series. House 420 is a brand that Sense Distribution owns. We have events by, for, and with the cannabis community only. We are not open to the public, but you can find Find us at house420.com. That's H-A-U-S-420.com. We are currently having an event in May in San Diego and the following week in um, Palm Springs, if we can find a venue, which has proven to be harder than I anticipated. Uh, You can find great looking pictures from our Oakland event uh, with some celebrity sightings. Also Venice, which was a smashing success on Abbott Kinney, a special um, shout out to the group at iSpire. Always so delightful to work with. They're beautiful people and they're really all people in the ethos of this business. So thank you again to iSpire for another successful House 420 event. That's it for this week. Thank you for being here. As always, this show is brought to you by Shuggies. S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. Look for us in a dispensary near you or at Shuggies.com. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.